Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, I'm going to tell you the real reason WWE turned Becky Lynch heel. The Miz and Morrison split on Monday Night Raw. Going to tell you how CM Punk's AEW debut did in terms of ratings. And I'm going to tell you the real reason Kofi Kingston isn't on TV at the moment. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. And we're going to kick things off by talking about Becky Lynch, which we did on two separate news videos yesterday, and we're going to do (laughs) on at least one today. Um, But a new bit of information surrounding her SummerSlam comeback and her heel turn um, has now come out. Dave Meltzer, in the latest daily update for Figure Four Online slash The Wrestling Observer, confirms Mike Johnson from PW Insider's report that WWE do consider her a heel now and adds that Becky herself actually requested this. So um, a bunch of stories came out yesterday kind of saying that Vince came up with the idea to change the title and and squash Bianca Belair. Um, But it's Becky's idea itself, the heel term, which is... It certainly doesn't make the situation any better for me. I still think it's a weird thing that's kind of disconnected from what the audience wants from this character. But Becky's obviously very skilled and we'll see how she's able to do with it and how she's received on SmackDown this week. But it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because she came out like the conquering hero and she's happy and she's fired up. And yes, she was a bit of an asshole in the match, like with a handshake and everything else and then just destroying Bianca. But afterwards, she was all smiles and ever. She wasn't behaving like much of a villain uh, before and after the match itself so it's interesting to learn this maybe Becky just wants to do something new after being the folk hero Mm -hmm. for so long Um, but you know it's going to take a pretty great segment on this week's Smackdown to convince me that this was a good idea yeah it's uh, it's really difficult this because I was all over the place when it happened because like I said, I felt like we needed to give it time. And as these the stories unfolded, I think it's been more and more justified in terms of allowing us till at least Friday. I gave WWE until Friday to resolve this bollocks. I have faith in <laughs> Becky Lynch managing to nail this on, on Friday. We said yesterday when it was being reported that WWE were the ones who were wanting her to turn heel, that she could knock it out of the park. I think it's a great change of character for her. I think it's a hell of a hard turn to make, like you say, yeah. because she just came back and everyone adored her. But, you know, Ryan Satin, I believe, was reporting that there was just deafening boos when they recapped the Becky Lynch-Bianca Belair segment uh, on last night's Raw in the arena. And, I don't know, maybe maybe this will work. It's, yeah. like you say, I think, I think it's going to require... Becky Lynch to do the promo, not WWE. I don't know any of you people any an explanation for this because yeah, they just don't cut the mustard anymore, do they? 
No, absolutely. And when you the, the the thing with like hearing about the crowd reaction on Raw for the clip is like, are those boos for Becky or are they yeah. for the people who scripted it? Is always the question. Exactly, yeah. I think we we have to ask in situations like this. So hey, look, we'll see how it pans out. Um, we've been a lot more forgiving with this than a lot of other people have, but. Uh, you know, I'd love to be proven wrong on a situation like this, but uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how Becky reacts on SmackDown and how the audience react to her as well. And also, also interesting to see where Sasha Banks fits into all this because it felt like she was the top heel on SmackDown. You and I were speculating whether it was going to be Bianca Belair who's going to turn on Becky as a result of what happened, but now it's going to be Becky who's going to be heel. So yeah, it's all changed basically. And then we've got a bloody draft in, what was it, October. So who knows? But uh, like I said, you've got till Friday, WWE. Don't screw this up. Uh, speaking of, no, not screw ups. I thought they nailed this actually last night. Uh, John Morrison and The Miz, they are no more. That was Andy Murray's subheading to this article about the split between Miz and Morrison on last night's Raw. I was, to be honest, hoping he was going to go with, hey, hey, oh no. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me. Um, yes, uh, basically what happened on last night's moist TV with Logan Ball, who got booed out of the sodding arena. Uh, Miz interrupted as Morrison was trying to interview Logan Paul. There was bickering. I have no idea who was meant to be the babyface in all this because people hated Morrison still a little bit because of association with Miz. They hated Logan Paul and they hated The Miz. And then The Miz was almost the babyface in all this just because he was taking the piss out of Logan Paul and saying Jake Paul's going to get KO'd by Tyron Woodley <laughs> on Saturday. Anyway, Xavier Woods comes out uh, and has a match with The Miz. In the midst of all that, Morrison tries to help Miz with the dripstick that actually distracts him. That allows Xavier to win by, you guessed it, Simon Miller's favourite manoeuvre, the surprise roll-up. And it seemed like everything was fine. And then the moment Morrison turned his back on Miz, he jumps him, of course. Miz hit Morrison with a skull-crushing finale. And later on in this show, Morrison cut a promo saying he was going to have a match and settle this next week. I'll bet he's not settled next week. Uh, with that <laughs> double-crossing son of a bitch. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. about time. But yeah. I like this. And death taxes and Miz and Morrison splitting up for the three... <laughs> <laughs> three definite things that always happen in life. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is a good idea. I think that, you know, they've been building to it for a few weeks and the act had become a bit samey, I think, over the past few weeks mm -hmm. and months. It, I don't think that's an unfair comment. Um, something new will benefit the both of them and I think the crowd really wants to cheer for Morrison as a baby face at the moment. So, hey, it's a good idea across the board. Absolutely. Have Morrison win this feud quickly and move on to better things because he's so talented and they've never given him the push that he deserves. 100%. Anyway, uh, we don't usually talk ratings on this show unless it's something really great or something really bad. Mm -hmm. um, we don't get into the week-to-week -week of it unless it's exceptional. And the Rampage ratings are in for CM Punk's debut and they are exceptional. Uh, these are just tremendous figures here. Um... Data comes to us from Brandon Burston of WrestleNomics and Showbuzz Daily. Um, but basically, across the hour, an average of 1.129 million viewers, which is a huge increase on the previous week, which was around 740,000. That's a massive increase. Um, in the 18 to 49 demographic as well, the rating increased from 0.31 to 0.53. Free. This means that Rampage was second on the night amongst cable shows, uh, finishing second only to an NFL preseason game, which only did 0.02 more 
uh, in the demo, which is how shows are ranked on the night. Um, this, this is a colossal success. This greatly exceeds the most educated guesses on this, the most educated estimates from your likes of your Brandon Thurston's who are predicting mm -hmm. around 850 to 900,000 and maybe like a demo rating somewhere in the lower point fours. This greatly exceeds those. And also you have to consider that this is 10 p.m. on a Friday night, brother. And the show still came <laughs> in with a came in like a couple of points behind SmackDown, which goes out on a better network in a better time slot. I mean, for context, right? The closest other cable show airing at 10 p.m. on the night was something called the Ingram Angle, um, which drew less than half of the rating of Rampage at 0.22. It's just a colossal success across the board. Um, there's no way in hell that anyone can objectively paint this as any kind of failure. People tuned in in droves. Uh, in the AEW office and the TNT office, they would have been popping bottles after yeah. seeing these numbers come in. And they have every right, every right to feel very happy. Uh, the CM Punk train rolls on and we'll see what he does on Dynamite this week. So, Andy Murray, are you telling me that CM Punk is a needle mover? Turns out he is. Yeah. Turns out he is. In that one. Uh, my favourite bit of all this, obviously, massive congratulations to AW and to CM Punk. And as Miller tweeted, as we always should think about, the more people watching wrestling, the better. Let's not get, you know, divisive in amongst all this. Just everyone enjoy what they like and get other people to watch it as well because wrestling, when it's good, can be fantastic. Look at this last weekend we just had. But I did love the, in the words of Michael Sidgwick, WWE mutants who were just like, uh, well, I thought SmackDown beat, well, SmackDown beat it, so that means it's better. And also, uh, if they didn't do 9 million viewers, then it's an objective yeah. failure. These people don't know what they're talking about. They have no knowledge of how these things work. When you come out and say stuff like, I saw a bunch of people saying, oh, it didn't do 2 million, that's a failure. What are you on about, man? Research this time slot. Research what shows usually do at Friday at 10 p.m. when the 18 to, uh, 18 to 49 demographic aren't sitting in their home watching TV. They're going out and having a beer. It, yeah. it, it's like you, you have to, you always learn when you're on social media to separate the signal from the noise. It's very difficult to do in 2021, but don't let anyone tell you otherwise. These numbers are fantastic they are greatly above expectations and everyone involved with this will be delighted with how it performed very interesting to see how dynamite does in the ratings as well this week but let's conclude by talking about kofi kingston and why he hasn't been on tv recently aside from standing in the background with xavier woods holding a sign saying buy our merch <laughs> uh, well according to pw insiders mike johnson he basically just isn't cleared to compete at the moment no word as to the reasoning why that is what the injury or issue is and again as always with these sort of things we're not going to speculate on that um, but it's enough to prevent him from appearing or competing. We're well, not not even competing, appearing, basically. He was actually going to be part of that pointless, let's be honest, SummerSlam segment with Miz and Morrison and Xavier Woods cosplaying as Razor Ramon that Andy nearly blew his top at because he's been awake for 48 oh, so consecutive nice. hours or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's not cleared to compete. We obviously, as always, hope he gets well soon. But that's the reason he's, he's not been on our TV recently, Andy. Yeah, absolutely. Hoping for a swift return. I did think it was weird when Xavier Woods came out on his own uh, at SummerSlam and, and just wasted everyone's time with that segment. But uh, that explains it and we hope Kofi's back real quick. 
and that was that segment was apparently some water sponsored segment yeah. so surprise surprise more advertising bollocks on a pay-per-view from WWE. Anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Mimi, who says, uh, Hi guys, with reports of Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Don, John Moxley not taking place at All Out, where does Mox fit in at that pay-per-view, pay-per-view if at all? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, Tanahashi's gone back to Japan to work a New Japan match uh, the day before All Out with uh. Kota Ibushi, so he's not going to be on All Out. That match is off. For me, there's no obvious storyline for Moxley, so what you do is you use him as the last-minute banger option for the pay-per-view. We've seen this in the past, AEW just adding a match that they know is going to be cool with minimal story. They did it for Orange Cassidy and Pack at Revolution 2020. They did it with Serena Deeb and Riho at Double or Nothing this year. John Moxley, Tomohiro Ishii, announce it on like Thursday, it'll bang, it'll be awesome. They've got a little bit of history in New Japan, but not an extensive amount. That's all you need. That's my pick. Or if you want the real needle movies from Friday night, it actually wasn't CM Punk, guys. Moxley and Kingston, 2.0, 2.0, four minutes or something. Uh, right, <laughs> second question today comes from uh, Haley from Camp Crystal Lake, who says, uh, at this point in his run, would you guys consider Riddle a successful NXT call-up? They're very rare, but you might have a point, Andy. Yeah, I would consider him one of the absolute most successful NXT call-ups at this stage. I mean, look, he's not out here headlining pay-per-views or whatever, but if you listen to his crowd reactions last night in SummerSlam, he is over as hell. He's working a program with Randy Orton, who is obviously like one of Vince's most beloved sons. If Vince had the opportunity to make Randy Orton his son, he would definitely do that. Um, (laughs) Vince apparently loves the comedy and everything else. He's been United States champion. He's the Raw tag team champion now as well. He's, uh, you know, the character isn't always going to be for everyone, but it's not like he's out there like jobbing hard every week he's not dressing like uh, in the words of Michael Sidgwick demolition gimp like carrying crosses <laughs> now with that stupid mask and the crisscrossing oh straps oh my god what um, are you doing with him yeah man like for me honestly like I'd have to sit down and think about it but Riddle's probably like a top 5 call up of all time He's he's been tremendous and uh, yeah, I've got to completely echo what you say there. And Damian Priest, again, fantastic reactions uh, for him on last night's Raw. He's just won the United States Championship. It feels like they're, you know, eventually building up to be a world title challenger, maybe even for Bobby Lashley in the near future. Uh, yeah, like you say, there's a lot of bodies left in the wake of WWE's main roster call-up. Two of them faced each other last night in Karrion Cross versus Ricochet. Yeah. That bloody demolition shredder and when average joes get dressed as the gimps from <laughs> in dodgeball what are they playing at yeah oh, Adam do, Cole's man. mind wasn't made up already it is now but yeah absolutely riddle uh I'd personally next year's survivor series i'd have two new world champions facing off against each other and that of course andy is riddle and boogs because Boogs <laughs> is the next world champion. He's the one who should beat Roman Reigns. Uh, final question today comes from Simon Patterson. who says, morning, guys. Uh, with Rhea Ripley's reaction to Nikki A.S.H.'s celebration after their win, similar to Randy Orton's constant reaction to Riddle, do you think WWE is trying to lay foundations for the female RK bro? Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, the 100%. They love this stuff, don't they? What? I mean, they've always loved kind of like the odd couple tag team. They've been doing it for decades. But at the moment, it's wild they've obviously got RK bro they've got Mansoor and Mustafa Ali 
sorry, Mustafa Ali. Um, they've just split up Eva Marie and Dewdrop, which was a similar deal. Uh, they did Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa before they eventually came together uh, down in NXT. Uh, yeah, man, like they're Eo doing Shire it. And Zoe Stark, a bloody tag champs down in boom. NXT. There you go. There you go. They are overdosing on this stuff at the moment and that's absolutely what they're doing i will say that i thought the match last night was pretty damn good though. so it's a good start yes exactly um <laughs> i think there are more odd couple tag teams than regular tag teams in <laughs> wwe right now i'm not i'll get brandon first and he's covering numbers and that sort of thing so we'll get him to check that um but yeah i mean it's just copy my homework but make it look like it's not copied basically <laughs> right let's move on to today's and finally and uh, shout out to friend of the channel Joey Janella uh, who did a lovely gesture on Twitter last night basically someone tweeted him uh, basically saying that their uh, 12 year old got in trouble for wearing a Joey Janella bad boy face mask to school everyone wear a mask it's the right thing to do guys um, yeah. and uh, she said such a rotten time to be a kid right now and Janella quote tweeted him replying saying send me a DM I'll send him more stuff I'll say uh, so he can get in trouble with it what a lovely gesture Andy what a lovely thing to do eh? this kid's going to be walking around school in like seven pieces of Joey Janela merch you love to see it <laughs> you love to see it just rest as being nice always nice to it's see like you say uh, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts Oh, it was a busy old day yesterday and today myself yeah. and Sige are going to be reviewing Monday Night Raw and looking ahead to the post-takeover NXT and whatever the hell that's going to look like in the next few weeks and months. Uh, plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... Follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Hylobatine, which means of, like, or pertaining to Gibbons. <laughs> a, wor- a word I use I lo- every day. I love this, this new word of the day. Fantastic. So follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon, you bunch of gibbons. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.